Welcome back to the Hydrogen Strategy Sprints podcast. I'm your host, Simon Severino. And my guest today is the CEO of UpCoach and an experienced entrepreneur who has been building in the SaaS and e-com space for over 20 years. He had multiple exits, including Max CDN. He runs a full portfolio of companies, and his passion is to help individuals and their organizations reach their full potential. Welcome, everybody. David Hensel. Thank you very much for having me on. David, so cool to have you here. And we will discuss how to make the right decisions, how to make them out of love, not fear, and how to become the best possible salesperson. Super relevant. I have my notes and I am excited. But first, what are you currently creating? I'm currently creating UpCoach. As you mentioned, I'm, you know, I have this portfolio of businesses and I want to coach the leadership teams of my businesses so they're to make sure they're on their personal a game and i couldn't find the software that was doing what i want to do um and so i start building my own solution and then i showed it to um todd herman a friend of mine who's a very well-known coach and he said this is amazing you know because i'm not a coach by trade i've just been, been doing this and he was like blown away by the software and he said i want to invest and let's grow this big together and this is what I'm, what I'm creating right now. It's a software that helps coaches to deliver better results, to save them a lot of time, and to yeah, run their coaching business. And yeah, that's I'm pretty excited about. It's also very much in line with my personal mission. So having a lot of fun with this. Beautiful. And uh, your first CEO tip is decisions should come out of love, not fear. Yeah. Yes. That sounds very hippie, you know. Even though you know, I have a meditating frog behind me, so I am pretty hippie, I guess. But uh, there's actually, you know, the, the love and fear thing has a place in business and and, and in life. Um, I used to be very introverted. I uh, call myself a recovering introvert, and uh, this was like really holding me back in 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 my entrepreneurial journey, or also in general in life, because you know, selling things, something like I always felt like a used car salesman or like I was even uncomfortable being on conference calls. And, you know, this was like, you know, problematic. So I thought, okay, I want to get rid of this. And I um, did Toastmasters and I went to a lot of, lots of networking events to just overcome this fear. And at some point I, through exposure therapy, I kind of overcame this. But then the real change happened when my yoga teacher said, every decision in life you either make out of love or out of fear. And this was something I always knew deep down inside, but I could not articulate it. And once you said this, I, I realized this. And for example, in sales, if I want to sell you something and I sell you this product here because I think it's it's a really good product and it's going to make your life or business better and easier, then I can even be a pushy salesman because I'm doing it for you and I'm doing it out of love because I want to make you succeed. Versus if I'm doing it out of fear, I just have to I have to hit my numbers, I have to pay my mortgage, etc. And if this is the driver for my decisions, then it, everything becomes super hard. Same with speaking on stage, being on a podcast, you know, before I would have always thought like, oh, do they think I have a weird German accent? Do they think I look weird? Do they think what I'm saying is stupid, etc.? And then I freeze and I can't really give a presentation. But if I act out of love and I know what I have to say can potentially help you in your life and your business, then I can just roll and present. I was just thinking about 
decisions that I took today with my kids at, at breakfast, you know, making ready for school, etc., and going through the decisions, did I make them out of love or fear that they could be too late, that I could be too late, or was it love? That's strong. Do you have a, some some examples of recent decisions? Yeah, I can, I can give you a, a lot of examples like from family. You just talked about family. My wife always asked me to do like home improvement stuff. Like, hey, I bought this thing. Could you put it together? Or could you hang out this picture? And I always did these things out of fear because I only did it because I didn't want to have a fight with her because I say like, no, I, I don't want to do this. And um, and I only did them out of fear. So and now that I'm aware of this love and fear thing, I still start out of fear because I still don't like it. But when I do it, I do that out of love because I want to make our house nicer and I want to you know, make my wife happy. And um, then all of a sudden this work that I used to hate actually flows and the result is much better when you do something with love, you know, when you cook or when you're like at any type of job, if you do, if you do it with love, it will be, um, the result will be much better. Because if it did out of fear and just like, did like eh, then the result was kind of shitty. And then my wife was, we had, I had a fight with her afterwards because the work was not up to her spec and not made her happy. Or I can give you a, a lot more examples. For example, my, my assistant at MaxCDN, my previous business, we grew really fast. And we had a communication problem in the business. You know, it's like we hired a lot of people and, you know, a lot of stuff was going on. And we thought, okay, an internal newsletter may be a good solution. So I told her, okay, please go to each department head, get the updates for the week. We compile this newsletter, send it out on Monday, and everything will be good. And every time she came to me, she gave me this newsletter, and I had to correct a million things. It was never good. So I set it down and said, like, hey, listen, you're doing this task out of love and not fear. And she said, what the heck do you mean? And I said, okay, if you would do this out of love, you'd like do your best to really understand what each department has to say. Even you'd do your best to understand what a CTO has to say. She was not super technical. And you'd compile this in a newsletter that everybody gets like super amazing benefit out of, great information, and even has like fun reading it, right? Um, then you would do that out of love. But you're doing it out of fear. The only reason why you're doing this, David said, this has to go out at 4 p.m. on Monday. This is your motivation. And this also really clicked with her. I never had to correct anything. And they got better and better and better. And uh, at the end, we even had a video newsletter where she kind of video interviewed everybody. Like, turned out to some, be something, like, really, really amazing, actually. And so, yeah, also with with your teams, it's it's important that you that they have the drive to, to do out of love. And you know, also out of service and helping people because, you know, money is a side effect of providing value. And if you just, you know, if you're like very customer centric and you just want to help people, then just your business will be much better off. And it's going to be more fun too. How do you create the culture in a team that love becomes the main driver? One thing is you have, have the core value. One of our core values is, is love, not fear. And, um, you know, we, we really hammer these core values into people's head and we do this by... In the um, when we do a job description, um, we take a little video um, that describes the job, and at the end, um, once somebody applies, then we also send them a video of like our core, core values, so they kind of hear this first there. Then when they um, sign up for the job, the last page is of the contract are our core values. They have the initial next to each core value, and you know, say like if I'm not living up to these core values, I know that this can be a reason for for termination. Oh, you will be terminated if you don't live up to them. And then we explain every decisions to them, ideally with core values or as a mission and a vision as, as, as a filter. Um, so, and also uh, every month 
we do one um, onboarding call with everybody, all the people that joined the company this month, and we tell them stories about each core value. You know, we, we like, you know, it's not only the core values, but like mission, vision, and our three uniques and other stuff. But we tell them stories on how people in the business showed up, to, like showing these core values um, to in the organization, so they can kind of like you know understand this. And then if we have to make any decisions, we we also use them as a as a as a filter and, and, and a way to explain why we do certain things. And this has been working pretty well for us. Powerful. Yeah. The strategy award question. Who do you pick when everybody is zigging, this person is zagging? Could you explain this? The strategy award question. When everybody is zigging, this person is zagging. Who is the person you pick for the strategy award? Hmm. I like what uh, Stefan Spencer, who's also in JVMM. I had him on on a podcast lately. He um, is real like the rock star when it comes to SEO. He wrote the book on SEO, the art of SEO. Probably did the biggest book that you have. Have you ever seen his book? Yeah, I know. I know Stefan. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, it's it's like his his out of SEO book. I read this like maybe fifteen years ago. So I'm like, it's the first one. It's like this 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 thick. Um, and I met him a few a few years ago, and we, we became good friends. I had him on the podcast a few weeks ago, and um, he also said like he only focuses on clients now that have impact. You know, I think that's like a a very cool mindset of like you know having a business that actually has a positive impact so it's like very choosy with the clients that he takes on and even like take somebody who's smaller but has like a makes a positive impact in the world so i think this is like somebody i'd like, like to nominate for you know it's it's a really good strategy to um to live by and you know some people may think like oh that's not a really good business strategy but if you have read the book called uh, conscious capitalism by john Mackey, he talks about that the old way of doing business is we have to increase shareholders value that's the only thing that matters that's like you know why business exists but the conscious way of doing a business is um we have to do good by all the stakeholders you know basically by employees by suppliers by um the shareholders by the environment by you know by kind of being a net positive in the world and he makes the point that these businesses are actually making more money than the ones who are just like focusing on um increasing shareholders value so that's why I want to give the award to to Stefan because he's yeah, he's awesome and he's, he's living this with his business. Your second CEO tip is how to become the best possible salesperson. Can you unpack that? Yeah, we already talked about the love and fear thing. Fear thing go, going back to this, and if you really want to provide value to people and you really want to help them overcome what you know what, what kind of pain points they have, and really really studying. The pain points that they have, and pro re providing real solutions for this, I think this is you know what will give you superpowers in terms of closing because people feel that you have this real connection. So you do this because you want to improve their life, and you're not just doing this to you know make your pockets fatter. And um, yeah, this has been working phenomenally well for me. The three books that shaped you most. Number one in business is Traction, which is by. Um, Gina Wickman, it's the EOS, the Entrepreneur Operating System, uh, which you know, helps to figure out your mission, vision, core values, 90-day plans, if you have the right people in the right seats, and uh, many other things. And it's just phenomenal if you kind of stick to 
this battle-tested framework, how easier work, work out for me. The second one is um, called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Uh, Napoleon Hill is most well known for Think and Grow Rich. I think probably a lot of you have read this book, but Outwitting the Devil was um, not released until maybe 10 years ago or something like this uh, because he was scared to release it because it's very critical towards the society, church, um, school system, etc. So he thought he gets like he would get in major trouble or even killed if he released it. And talks about he interviews the devil in this book, asking the devil, what does the devil do to make us not reach our goals? And what kind of tools the devil has? And the biggest tool that the devil has is fear. And yeah, it had, had very profound impact on my on, on me. And the last one is the four agreements, uh, which is um, a book that talks about the agreements that you make with yourself and you know that you kind of remove limiting beliefs and um yeah i can also highly recommend it's like also had a really profound impact on my life wow and yeah how are your portfolio companies doing and what's keeping you up at night on that front you know it's i sleep really well actually i don't sleep a lot i only sleep like four or five hours but uh, I, I sleep really well so it's like nothing really that that keeps me up it's just like all the normal things, you know, like finding new good talent and um, like hiring is probably like the, the, the biggest ch challenge or, or task or stuff that takes the most of my time is like hiring really good high caliber people because, you know, companies are made up of, of people. And if you find like people who are, you know, have been there and done that and you only hire people who have like had um, you know, we're in this position at a larger business and kind of like take yours then to this point and, and beyond. And that's, yeah, that's probably like the thing that, that keeps me busy and takes me, keeps me up. And I guess it's easy right now to find talent. I, at least that's what I would expect. Depends. If you, if you're looking for like high level developer, like very skilled developers, you know, it's, it's, it's competitive and it's expensive. Um, but yeah, we've, with L2 Plus and um, uh, we have a very, very good recruiting team um, for, for general positions, but like people in the leadership teams for more organizations, it's like always like a, a challenge to find like somebody who's like a really good fit from a culture perspective and from a, a skill pers perspective. So like the really good people are still hard to find. What did you recently change your mind about? Um, I did 75 hard. Are you familiar with 75 hard? It's a workout program where you work out twice a day for 45 minutes each minimum. And you have one of the workouts has to be outside. You have to drink four liters of water, one gallon of water per day. You have to take a progress picture and you have to read 10 pages in the book. And you have to do this every day for 75 days. And if you skip one of these things, um, then you have to start over. And also it's like uh, quite a commitment. And you would think like it's it's a fitness exercise, but it's it's actually more of a mental toughness exercise because, you know, kind of like sometimes it's midnight and uh, I haven't done my second workout and it's dark, cold, and it's raining and I still have to go for a run, you know, or, like, you know, like doing this, this commitment is really made me a lot tougher mentally. And um, so yeah, this was like something that changed my mind quite drastically cool can highly recommend it yeah why why did you start it in in the first place well how was the the decision making process a 
friend of mine, uh, knew a bunch of people who've done this, you know, employees, partners, and um, uh, a friend of mine just like shared his how this his had impacted him. And I thought, okay, it's 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 a cool challenge, and yeah, so this is kind of yeah, got the kick in the butt to do it. Cool. Looking forwards, where where is your business in three years? Which one? <laughs> there's, the, there's a bunch. I think that, you know. For uh, with uh, we have a ten year target with LTV Plus and Test Drive. We want to get to ten thousand employees. I don't think that we're going to get there in in uh, in three years. Like more of the, the ten year target, or we we're like two and a half years in. So it's maybe the uh, we're currently at three hundred employees or so. Growing pretty rapidly right now, so I don't know, maybe at, at five thousand people would be kind of cool. Um, and with UpCoach, I want to have a massive impact and attract a lot of coaches to you know, because when, when coaches can have a will have if they're more efficient in running their business, they can have a bigger impact on more people. So um, yeah, can't can't really give you any specific numbers because we're haven't really set them yet, but uh, just really massively scaling up coaches like my, my main priority right now. Where can people find more about all your endeavors? Uh, you can go to my website, davidhensel.com. I just actually bought hensel.com, the, the domain. Super, super stoked about this. Uh, so, um, so yeah, so once this is released, probably on hensel.com and um, you see a list of my portfolio companies, you can always email me at dh at davidhensel.com or you can find me on LinkedIn or uh, Facebook. If you just connect with me, I may not accept it, but if you say okay, I was you know, was on Strategy Spin Podcast, then I'll, I'll definitely, if you have some context, I'll, uh, I'd love to chat with you. So yeah, please reach out. Who should be my next guest? Mm, did you have Stefan on? He's, he's really amazing. Stefan Spencer? Yeah. Beautiful. I was on his podcast. He was not here yet. So I will be very happy to have him on the show. Cool. Thank you so much, David, for being on the show, sharing your knowledge and about how to make decisions out of love, not fear, and how this makes you a better person, a better leader, and a better salesperson. And uh, please come back soon. Thank you for having me. Avoid trying to do thousands of things that doesn't work. We have 274 templates for your business success. Reach your ambitious goals with one-on-one -on -one sprint coach. We don't